Choir directors are creative, resourceful, dedicated, and sometimes completely out of ideas. Not to worry, the Choir Ninja Podcast is here with solutions you never saw coming. Get ready for some training, wisdom, and inspiration from the masters. Let Ryan Guth guide your journey to becoming a Choir Ninja. best part about being a ninja? The gear. It's the nunchucks, the katanas, the throwing stars. It's the same for choir ninjas. The difference between an ordinary and a masterful performance may come down to your most basic and essential piece of equipment, your music folder. My Music Folders creates a superior product, and they do it with a smile. And because they are friends of the podcast, they have a killer deal for you right now. Get the bulk purchase price break without having to buy in bulk. So whether you have to restock your entire classroom or you just need to replace a few folders, you will get the best possible pricing on the best possible product. So like a ninja, sneak on over to MyMusicFolders.com and use the code NINJA when you check out. Today's episode is brought to you by SightReadingFactory.com. Do you hate teaching sight singing? Do you have a carbon footprint the size of Sasquatch because you run off endless sheets of sight singing examples only to hear your students groan in agony when it's time to sight sing in rehearsal? SightReadingFactory.com is a web-based tool that will compose custom sight reading examples based on specifications that you choose. Your choir will actually enjoy sight singing and so will you. Plus, you will get back hours of your life and finally feel like the choir ninja you were destined to be. If that isn't cool enough, you can add student accounts that link directly to your teacher dashboard so your kids can practice or even take recorded assessments from home. As a sponsor of this show, SightReadingFactory.com has an exclusive deal just for you, Choir Nation. When you purchase their insanely affordable one-year subscription, you will unlock 10 free student accounts just for using the promo code NINJA at checkout. That's Ninja, N-I-N-J-A. So head over to SightReadingFactory.com. That's SightReadingFactory.com. And don't forget to use the promo code Ninja at checkout to unlock your 10 student accounts absolutely free. Hey there, Choir Nation. This is Ryan Guth with the Choir Ninja Podcast. And I am thrilled to have with me today... Jess McDowell. Uh, Jess is a man of many hats. Uh, he considers himself the chief cat herder and magic maker over at the Turtle Creek Corral. Uh, and he is also working diligently on a project that we are going to talk about today, which will be um, the subject and theme of today's discussion. Now, um, we are going to be delving into the wonderful world of music festivals. I know there are many, many choices when it comes to music festivals, and a lot of times they are paired with um, lots of unrelated activities, um, things that uh, essentially bribe children uh, to want to be a part of choir, you know, for the entire year so they can go on that trip thing that ends up at some type of park with uh, ears, you know, hats that have ears on them or uh, some sort of vomit machine or, or, or whatnot. So that's a roller coaster, by the way. And uh, so I, 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 I'm thrilled to hear uh, what Jess has to say about this because although these types of, you know, um, these trips are fun, 
it really should be uh, more about something deeper than than um, eating popcorn and throwing up on yourself after you sang for 15 minutes in front of, in front of judges <laughs> whose opinions you don't care about. But we could go on and on and on about that. I, I literally rewrote the business plan for one of these festivals about five years ago and decided this was too difficult of a job for me to go about on my own. Uh, so I never, I never did it. And I'm glad I have Jess on here who has the courage to go and, uh, and make the world a, a better place, at least the music festival world. So uh, Jess, thank <laughs> you for joining me on the Choir Ninja podcast. Well, thank you, Ryan. And I am uh, uh, excited to be visiting with you and the Choir Nation about this as well. So give me a little bit of background. I called you Chief Cat Herder and um, Magic Maker for the Turtle Creek Corral. And then I, we, we sort of tease the subject matter. So would you uh, delve into both of those for me real briefly? Uh, sure. I, I actually uh, started as a singer with Turtle Creek Corral. I sang both in college and uh, in my church choir in high school, but uh, I wanted to keep singing, and Turtle Creek Corral allowed me that. Joined Becca in 2008, uh, the fall of 2008, and um, sang uh, under uh, uh, several uh, conductors there. But uh, finally, about four years ago, now that I'm thinking about it, um, uh, Sean, the current director, uh, who's I know has been on uh, your podcast, um, uh, came up to me and says, uh, Jess, we don't have a um, production person um, and we've got a show in a few weeks. Can you help pull this thing together? Uh, and as for someone who had done uh, logistics in the festival world for many, many years – I saw that as a, yeah, that, you know, that's a nice challenge. Let's, let's see what I can do with this. And, uh, that's, that's how it all kind of came about. And so now I am, uh, the, my official title, um, I, although I like cat herder and magic maker better, um, is uh, production, uh, production director for Turtle Creek Corral. So that's kind of like a, a stage manager. Yeah, that's, that's one way that's, uh, what you, you call, uh, that's what you can call it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm in the side wings, um, but I'm also in the in the back listening, making sure you know um, audio is working properly and microphones, and I'm also making sure that you know singers are in the correct positions and solo and all that. Okay. So, um, it, but I also help hire musicians. Um, uh, make sure soloists are taken care of and things like that. So it's uh, a little kind of uh, a little bit more encompassing than just being backstage. Gotcha. Okay, great. Well, uh, yeah, I know Sean uh, was a wonderful guest on the show, and uh, he was he uh, he's he's Googleable. Uh, if you just Google Sean Baugh, Choir Ninja, mm -hmm. uh, you'll be able to to find the interview, or just go to Choir Ninja and just type in Sean S E A N. You'll probably find it uh, that that way if you want to listen to that interview. And uh, so, so Jess, tell me about uh, your project, um, and uh, you know, I'll, I will, I will sort of just lead in by saying you have this project, and we're going to delve into the components of of what makes a, a a music festival that Choir Nation should be attracted to, and hopefully, you are doing this in your own. Uh, festival, but when we break apart this festival in, into a high quality music festival, 
uh, were able to, to to give sort of a checklist to Choir Ninja, uh, sorry, Choir Nation, um, and say these are the things you should look for. Um, so, what's your festival? And then we'll just jump right into those things that we should we should be looking for in a festival. Sure. Um, uh, we are the Winter Park Ski Music Festival. Now hang on. And, do, you, yeah. do you ski while you're there? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Now, it's not very often because nine times out of ten, I am actually behind a computer screen m- working logistics and talking with directors that are either there at that time or are coming in the following weeks of okay, the festival. Okay, wait, wait. I, what I should say is are – are people that attend the festival skiing? Yes. Ah, okay, okay, this is interesting. Okay, so keep going. Sorry, I had to jump in there. No, that's fine, that's fine. Um, So Winter Park Ski Music Festival, we have been around for now 29 years. Wow, Uh, okay. Yeah, um, we've had over 150,000 students that have passed through and have either learned to ski or snowboard or take part in some type of recreational activity up in Winter Park, as well as performed uh, on uh, the Winter Park stage, uh, as, as we refer to it, the Winter Park stage, uh, in the beautiful uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, uh, well, on the foothills of the Rocky Mountain National Park. Huh, okay. Well, this is great. I mean, so, so when, this is Winter Park, Colorado, then we're talking about, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. So, uh, um, yeah. So despite what uh, everybody did, did you found this this festival? No, I did not. Um, I have been associated f- with the festival in some way for fifteen years now. Uh, but a a wonderful um, band mom uh, and her brother, who was a band a former band director actually started this festival uh and those are that's jay jones was the band mom um and don jones her brother was the former band director oh okay okay so you know leave it to a mom to go you know what i am so sick and tired of going to these stupid festivals let me just do it myself like i I, leave it to mom to do that that's pretty much exactly kind of like you know what it's it's time for something a little different. Yeah, exactly. It, well, we you know we 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 say on this show you know that you have to really think of your audience all the time, especially in performance, right? You have to really you know throw them throw them a bone mm-hmm. every once in a while. If you're going to make people come to the the obligatory concert because Pookie's on the risers tonight, you know, <laughs> it needs to be it needs to be worthwhile for the people going. They want to. You should want them to want to come back, not feel obligated to come back, right? And I think the right. same, you know, this is this is this is like in the flesh, right? You have Jay here who is a band mom who is like, "Listen, if I'm going to be dragged on these tours, they need to be good, right?" So mm-hmm. like she saw a problem and she fixed it. So so let's talk about the solution, right? What was the solution? What makes what makes a great um, festival experience, in your opinion? So a great festival experience consists of, uh, you know, a, a good performance site, you know. Um, a, a, it also consists of, you know, a great recreational activity. Um, and it also, to, uh, to me, has a great award ceremony to it as well. So I think, you know, three major components of it 
um, is is our recreation performance and then an award ceremony. Okay, okay. So now uh, I'm just recalling my my decade of middle school you know festivals. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we would end up in the middle of Podunk, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know, at at you know South Splinter High School. You know, with I mean, where I you know where where the, the risers were made of wood, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, we performed for three judges we didn't know, um, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, schools that uh, m- might have been a fallback, you know, for some people in the area, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So I, and they sort of took whatever they could get for the weekend, you know, these some of these festivals. Like, right. What makes this one? What makes this one better? Like, what is now? You were talking about a venue. You talked. Let's, let's break that down. You had a venue first. You had a performance space, right? Mm-hmm. What lengths did you all go to 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 get a great performance space? How how did you decide on on Winter Park? Well, we 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 decided on Winter Park um, for for a few reasons. Uh, the main reason being that, uh, as the aforementioned Don Jones, uh, uh, was what the former band director and principal at the local high school in Winter Park, which is uh, actually the name of the school is Middle Park High School. Uh, that's up there. So uh, the 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 performance venue uh, is a high school, but it's a uh, it's a great venue because of how it flows and how we're able to keep everything on time and and moving effectively now one one thing i this is a i'm i I don't hope i don't like back you into a corner on this one um Mm. but one issue because this is going to start from this is every question i feel like is going to start from like my miserable experience with this kind of (laughs) stuff right so so I'm sorry, I apologize, Choir Nation, if like there's some inner I'm an entrepreneur. Like I want to solve this crap, right? So right. So this is this is my brain always thinks about what's wrong with the thing and how it could be better. So I, I apologize in advance to everybody. But one of the issues I had is that we never got to see other groups perform. And I think not from a competition standpoint. I that's not that's not a huge that's not a huge motivator. Um, like we're better than you, nana, nana, about you know what? Like some people have resources, some groups don't have resources. We get it. I was from a rich town uh, where I taught, and there was there was you know kids that came in you know with half a shirt on, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, from you know a place that didn't have any money at all, and I you know so you really can't compare. But there was no like fellowship. We, we we weren't watching each other perform. There was no fellowship. There was no hey guys, we're on the same team. If you if you know if we watch each other perform, we don't want the other per, the other you know choir to to fail. We want them to win. And because the choral world or the musical education world, you know, is about making the pie bigger, not stealing pieces of pie from our friends. And that's and that's probably the thing that I love most um, about our little festival is that we encourage the groups to come early and stay late to see other groups because it's not very often 
because exactly what you were just talking about, you know, like, uh, like I'm from Texas, so I know Texas UIL and you know, the groups down here do not get to hear other groups perform mm-hmm. and hear what other choirs are doing. And so that's the thing, you know, we always encourage our groups that are, are, are coming up to, uh, to the festival. Hey, come a little early here. You know, there's going to be, you know, th- uh, a jazz choir, there's going to be a show choir, and then there's going to be a great concert choir, you know, then you guys will get to perform. And then after y'all perform, y'all can come back into the auditorium and, you know, hear this amazing group, uh, from, you know, Nebraska. That's like, you know, one of the, one of the, one, a great show choir from Nebraska that just puts glee to shame, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, the thing that I really like about it is because you have group, you have choirs or, or any performing ensemble really from all over the nation. And even a, last year, we were real fortunate. We had a group from Ecuador that came up to the festival. And uh, a lot of the groups were sticking around to hear this group from Ecuador that came in to perform. And they were absolutely incredible absolutely incredible to see. And it was almost like a little cultural exchange. Um, they got to, because, uh, they were talking about the music they were performing, not just getting up there and performing it. How long of a, um, uh, performance experience does each choir have on stage? Uh, they, well, more than what you got at, at your, uh, we actually, for choirs, it's a 20 minute performance. Uh, and we basically just ask, you know, Hey, you don't have a prescribed music list, you know, just put your best foot forward and what you think you uh, is, is good for your group to perform. Okay. Now, how about, um, how about fellowship amongst, mm. amongst the choirs? And this is a hard one because uh, so I'm, I'm not sure, again, I'm not trying to nail you to the, to the wall here, but, but that's one of the things that, that we struggle with is, is, you know, you have an opportunity where kids pass each other in the hallway on the way to the stage but you don't they don't mingle they don't do things together and uh again you're not backing me into a corner because we we actually have this covered here um so there are um there are really two opportunities uh other than you know the watching the other groups perform and things along those lines there are the um ski and snowboard lessons that happen because uh, a lot of times what our groups will do is we'll schedule them for lessons and they get a, they get a two and a half hour lesson, but we'll put them kind of close to each other. Uh, so you like, uh, let's say, you know, uh, Centennial high school choir is doing their, uh, uh, lessons at eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, but also at the same time, um, Keller high school choir is doing their lessons at the same time. So you have, you, as we're getting ready for those, um, lessons and talking to the kids and making sure they have all their equipment and everything else like that, we'll say, Hey, Keller meet Centennial high school choir and all that, and all that, you know, and, and you'll actually start to see some interaction and because they saw each other perform the night before or whatever, you know, they'll say, Oh, we really loved what you did last night. And they'll actually start interacting. And then wait, there's more the award ceremony street dance, which to me is the pinnacle of, of the, of the experience. It's, we host it in, um, downtown winter park, 
Colorado um, in Cooper Creek Square. And you have anywhere from 800 to 1,200 kids out there in the beautiful downtown Winter Park, uh, just being able to interact with each other and dance together and, and just enjoy being, <laughs> for lack of a better term, music nerds in a, um, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a fun and safe setting. That's great. Have you had any, um, any births that have come from... <laughs> Uh, no, we have not. We, uh, we have not, thankfully. We have never had uh, what we would call a little souvenir. Uh, <laughs> a little souvenir. Oh, my God. I, I'm sitting here going, that's a lot of people all at one time. And I just, I know the New Yorker mothers that would that would have said, my daughter is not going to that Winsor Park because she's not ready to have a baby yet. I don't think they can. <laughs> like I, I, I could, I can see the parent meeting right now. I'm having, I'm having flashbacks. I'm having, you know. Do you put tape on the doors when they go to the hotel room so you know if the tape's been disturbed in the morning? <laughs> like, no, we leave the chaperoning to the groups. We, unfortunately, we're we're a small staff. Uh, that really takes great pride in um, in how we take care of our customers, but unfortunately, chaperoning that is not our that's not our uh, that's not our area. That's right. I'm going to have a, a choir nation. I'm going to have a request. I want master a master chaperone on the podcast. <laughs> I want to hear that one because I would I would like to hear that one too. Yeah. No. I mean, that was the thing. Tape on the door, but uh, yeah, put your tape on the door. Like and you will be my best friend if if that tape is removed the next morning that you will be my best friend I will eat a salad in front of you and I will eat with my chew with my mouth open and leaves might fly out you know like <laughs> into your beautiful golden locks so yeah so um the, okay this, so we've we were ta- I want to just by the way just as a disclaimer for everybody. Um, this is not a paid advertisement, just so you know, for this festival. I just re- I want people to think about what to look for in a festival because we think that, you know, um, Winter Park is on to something, you know. So um, I know that not everybody has the budget to come out to Colorado and stuff. So if they're going to start their own little thing, little venture within their school district or um, in their town or their community or um, – you know, they're or they're look shopping around for something. You know, you have these components so far, and I'm I'll try to pull them out. You know, you have this, this. You know, you have a decent place to perform. You have a, a, a reasonable length of time to perform. You have um, the ability to watch other groups, and I think I would I would encourage Choir Nation members to put that into their schedule when they go to a festival. Because, you know, I remember I remember it was like we have a, a dinner or lunch at Red Robin at noon. We perform at three. Okay, so throw your burger down your throat, get your, you know, get to the hotel, change really quick, get in the bus, get to the performance venue, do your thing, get back to dinner, you know, then we're gonna go to the jazz band, then we're gonna do it to the orchestra, and then we're like literally the kids are little balls of anxiety already mm-hmm. and because and they're and now they're running around they're in multiple groups you know they have their bow tie where their bow tie shouldn't be they have no idea like it's it's pandemonium right so the idea of having everything in one place being able to sort of settle um get there early i mean it's just such a good idea stay late you know devote time to teaching your uh, students, 
uh, to be good concert goers as well, yep. because like that's an that's a whole thing we don't train kids to do because they're always the ones on stage or they're leaving, you know? Um, so they can sit down, they can be respectful. They can see what else is out there now. Learn to applaud in the right times, you know? Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if the spirit moves you, you know, applaud, mm-hmm. but you know, unless it's between movements and then you have to be, right. a, and then, you know, stay, stiff. stay. Mm-hmm. right. But, um, can can the people come and go between performances if they oh you know what we're going to go for dinner but we can come we'll come back later and watch uh, 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 yeah you know uh, absolutely you okay. know we have groups that you know okay they'll stay for a little bit or they have to go out to the bus yeah i mean you can you don't have to stay for the entire night because a lot of times um you know we're going our performances are going until you know 11 o'clock or midnight in order to maximize mm-hmm. the recreation time available for our groups Okay, so Choir Nation, I hope your gears are turning a little bit here. Um, you know, I also I also wanted to um, ask you. This is this is the question that I think is this is the million dollar question. What what do you wish that festival attendees, whether it's teachers, whether it's or you know directors or parents or the students attending, like if you had a billboard, right? <laughs> Like, what would it say to those people? You know, what what do you think they need to know in order to, let's say, maximize their experience? Um, or, or it c- could be as simple as you know, you know, pack light or something. But I mean, what, what you know, what what is your your words of wisdom to anybody who's a festival goer? Read your information packet. Uh-huh. Don't scan it. Read it. Don't scan it. Read it. And, and look, and believe me, I completely get choir directors and, and re- really any music teacher today, you know, is having to do so much admin work and really not getting to, you know, really not, you know, teaching as much as they would like to or things along those lines. And they know they need to do a trip uh, you know, in order to kind of help with recruitment and, and things along those lines. And believe me, we get it. And, um, if, if, but a lot of times, um, we have, we, we, we put out so much information for you to be successful, um, for any festival that you attend, you know, um, you, you really should be looking for, Hey, how much information can I get in, you know, in writing? What, what can I, what can I see? You know, how can I read about this and fully understand this? And, and a lot of times directors will just like, Oh, I, I don't have time to read it, but read the packet. Cause I guarantee you don't want to get to a festival, any festival that you go to, and be caught off guard by, well, oh, wait a minute, I didn't know that. Well, it was in your packet. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things. You know, I, if I had one thing to tell, you know, if I had one thing to tell directors on a billboard, I would say, read your information packet. Now, I think this is really important to, to highlight because you're a highly logistical uh, business. You know, you have to make sure, like, if one director doesn't read their packet and they don't do what is what they're told you know within the, the their directions they are potentially affecting the performance of another ensemble 
I feel like there's a lot of well, moving parts, right? There, there, I'll go one step further. Um, for uh, you know, if 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 a group is late and didn't realize, like for example, that they were, you know, losing an hour going from central over to you know uh, western time zones mm-hmm. or or mountain time zone, you know, and they're running late, that puts it can potentially put the entire festival behind, not just one or two groups, but the entire one. Um, because a lot, especially with lessons, uh, and, and I hate, you know, I'm, I'm falling back to the, the festival that I run. Um, but, um, you know, if we have a group that doesn't have, that doesn't arrive for lessons in time, um, you know, that potential, throws off all the afternoon lessons because we use in the morning we use the same lesson instructors because the lesson's about two and a half hours the lesson instructors from the morning are the same ones that are in the afternoon I see. so if okay. they're not get so if they're not getting finished with their lessons and able to have a short lunch break in order to get started for the next group of lessons in the afternoon you know that that can play havoc well then when we're there for that m- little longer that means we can't quite get to the high school and you know you know it, it, it can it, one small wrench and everything can throw the entire operation off but that's you know you know but a good festival uh, here's another a good festival company will be able to roll with the punches and also make the best of the situation because there are some things that you just can't control on timing you know there's there's traffic and weather and sure. all that other stuff. You Jess, know? are there some, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but are there sure. some questions that you believe that teachers uh, or directors or parents or those involved in organizing a trip like this should be asking of their, of, of the companies that they are approaching for quotes? Uh, it, well, yeah, a, a full and comprehensive uh, information packet, you know, so inclusions, um, exclusions, things like inclusions, that. exclusions. You know, how much am I paying for? You know, the, it, it can, it can, it, that really needs to like. Uh, for example, uh, our information packet is twenty four pages long. I mean, it's 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 a lot of information, and it's you know, if anything, it's probably too much information, but we've been doing this for so long. We know the questions that the directors are going to ask now. It's a very, uh, thought out, you know, it, it goes everything. It covers everything from, you know, um, the, the, we, what are the cancellation policies? You know, that's what you should, you know, you should absolutely be asking that Mm -hmm. you should be asking, you know, Hey, um, what are the other charges that are not included in the package price? You know, what, what potentially could be, um, you know, sneaking up after I've made the first payment and go, Oh yeah, by the way, there's this too, you know, uh, that you're like, Oh, wait a minute. I wasn't, you know, aware of that. You know, are there any late penalties for late payments or, uh, addition, you know, there, there's a whole myriad, you know, really a complete information packet should cover all of those finite little bitty details that really should be be covered and your 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 festival company should know the answers to sure well and if they don't they need a way to find out right so. yeah exactly you know exactly yeah. you know 
Well, to a certain extent, you don't know what you don't know when it comes to, you know, the, some of those what if types of questions, but you know, it might, it might propel the company to devise a plan, you know? So, um, yeah. And, and we're big proponents of like, we put in every single one of our, 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 when we're talking to people, we like, Hey, if you have a question about anything, do not be afraid to text, call, email, send a carrier pigeon, how, whatever you'd like to do to get in contact with Cause we would rather the director be asking us questions. You know, if, even if they can't read the full information packet, they, we'd rather them be asking us questions sure. so that they can, they can fully understand and have, you know, and have a successful festival trip. Gotcha. Now I am a, uh, I'm a game of Thrones fan. So do you, uh, do you accept messages by Raven? Uh, sure. Okay. I will accept messages by Raven. Ab- absolutely. You know, I appreciate um, just that. be, Thank just you. be careful. Just be careful on the ink. Um, just be careful on the ink. And those talons can really grip. I got to tell you, those are some better believe it. Grippable yes. no, talons. It, it's, it's actually funny. You mentioned game of Thrones, our office dog. We have an office dog, a brand new French, uh, Frenchie uh-huh. and her name. She has been named Circe. Oh yes. That's yes. great. That's great. Yeah. That is actually a really, I mean, it's like the worst character ever, but that's, 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 <laughs> That's very nice. Well, so far she's she's proving to be a little bit of a handful in the office. So we thought Cersei was a pretty good name. That's right. You, you better get your shame bell out. Right? Exactly. You know. Well, that's exactly right. You know, because when she when she does a little whoopsie on the carpet, we go shame, shame, shame. <laughs> that's great. Well, you get Stevie's handbell choir to to play the accompaniment. Exactly. So. Exactly. I'm gonna have to get Stevie to. Send me, uh, uh, or actually, I'll go. I'll maybe buy one if I can buy one bell. I'll I'll shame Cersei as she poodles on uh, doodles on the carpet. So now, Jess, are you in Texas? Do you live in Texas? Yes, um, oh. our offices are actually based in Texas, but we probably spend oh we spend at least a month up in Colorado, mainly during uh, festival time. Uh, okay. We actually transport our entire office up there and are up there for the entire uh, either three weeks or four weeks of the festival. Oh, okay. You're going to have to be like hipsters and get like, you know, like shipping containers and put your office in there and like put on the back of a truck and almost it's not quite a shipping container. It's a one hang on about a 40 foot trailer. Oh, that we haul all of our musical instruments in. Holy moly. Um, up, uh, as well as choir risers and everything else along those lines up to winter park, that trailer also doubles as a stage trailer in which we have that actually goes up to a two story trailer then so that we can have lights, speakers and everything for the giant DJ dance. Cause okay. the, the, cause the, uh, we have the awards ceremony in downtown Cooper Square, but then we have a dance afterwards for the kids, and that's where they also get to interact and have a ton of fun, uh, with, you know, uh, with 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 everybody. But we bring uh, we we uh, um, have uh, a, a DJ that comes in and uh, DJs for the kids, and everything's of course s- uh, school appropriate and things sure. along those lines. Uh, but uh, it, it's a lot of fun for the kids. We have a lot, and usually, typically, it ends with. All of the kids together gather around singing uh, "Don't Stop Believin'," 
uh, because that'll be the t- that is the traditional last song. Of oh, the okay. Dance. There you go. How, you have you know eight hundred kids out there singing "Don't Stop Believing." That's uh, great. So it's, it's a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun for everybody. Awesome, awesome. Well, let me ask you: Are you going to be at TMEA in February? We, I will be at TMEA. This will act. That'll actually be my third. Uh, MEA of the year. I've done Louisiana already. I just got back from Florida. Uh, and then I will have Texas, um, Kansas, and Southwest ACDA that I will be doing this year promoting for 2019 Winter Park Festival. Great, great. So uh, so Jess um, and Choir Nation, this is a, a new development. Uh, I will be at TMEA. I'm flying in. Uh, I've never been to TMEA but I live next door in New Mexico, so uh, I'm going to come to TMEA. Stevie's going to come to TMEA as well. Uh, and uh, Jess, you are certainly invited. We are going to have a Choir Nation meetup uh, at TMEA, and we're going to play. We're going to play our game. Choir, oh, choirs are horrible while I'm we're there. I'm so excited because, uh, like, honestly, like I, I'm a big. Cards Against Humanity fan, mm-hmm. but when I saw that, when I saw Choirs Are Horrible, I was like, I'm so excited about this. Which is so, really funny. So did 60,000 people. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> so, and that stupid apostrophe, the one that we missed. <laughs> but, um, you know, these are Stevie. Stevie has a very, had a very eloquent reply on her Facebook wall to the, to the uh, thousands of people uh, whose, whose day, week, month was ruined by this this poor errant apostrophe <laughs> you know but i mean you know but pe- people really took it personally uh, you know they were so so offended but the beautiful thing about it was is their their offense caused them to comment which caused more people to see it which caused more people to share it so now we are just we have this backlog of people who are dying to get their hands on this this ridiculous game which is actually well, it's kind of amazing I- actually but dying to like i'm dying to buy it uh as well and and play it um with all of my uh fellow choristers and and even may give a few give a few out as gifts to some to some directors as well oh, so. well that would be lovely well we are, we are about <laughs> to order several thousand of these games um um, and yeah, once we figure out the financing part of it, but uh, no, we're about we're about to order like several thousand of these games. I don't know if they'll be ready by TMEA, but I'm going to bring mine, and um, and I know a lot of Choir Nation members are going to bring their copies. Um, I mean, they're going to have to be on like lockdown, like we're going to because like people like are 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 going to cut each other to get this they're stupid a, game. I think they're a little va- I, yeah, you're. I think you're right. You I'm, know. Um, I'm holding like the last shrink wrapped copy in my hands. Like <laughs> I literally don't even have mine because mine is mine is sitting in the Library of Congress awaiting copyright. Like like it's wow. Literally, I had to give mine away. So I have my old like demo copy from when like it wasn't uh-huh. branded nicely and it had typos. Well, apparently what? more typos. More typos. <laughs> but um. But the new one is we're, we're we're rebranding it a little, not rebranding it, but we're we're changing up the look because people actually called Cards, Cards Against Humanity, humanity. saying, oh my "Where gosh. is this game? How can I get it?" And then they called us. Like our their legal team was like, "What the hell are you doing?" You know. And, <laughs> but luckily, we're like really we're tight actually with Cards Against Humanity now because of all this. Um, 
but uh, and they're they're really they're cool with it. But um, so we're you know we're out and about doing our thing. So I'll be at TMEA. Jess, well, you'll be at TMEA. So we'll look for your booth. We'll, you'll have a I, booth, you right? Will not be able. To, you will not be able to miss us. We are the giant. We have the giant billboard up there of a skier with flashing lights up on it. You can't miss us. Okay, so we'll have to track you down there. Um, and we, maybe we could do may, like maybe one or two little uh, like a real quick hands of Cards Against Humanity in the booth. I would love to do that. Yeah, there. It's called Choirs Are Horrible. Okay. I'm sorry, Choirs Are Horrible. No My brand bad. confusion here. Um, but yeah, no, that'd be that would be great. Well, you know, we'll come by um, Choir Nation. We're gonna do a meetup, so um, just stay get in the Choir Nation Facebook group. That's where you're gonna find all the information, uh, and and make sure you're also on our email list. Go to choir.ninja. And you will get you will get that. We want to like blow up TMEA. Like I don't have a booth. I normally have a booth. I don't have one this time because it was like a last minute decision. But we're gonna find a local bar nearby the, the convention center, and we'll just we'll just rent out the back and do like a come play choirs a horrible night or something like that. And hopefully not too many people will come, but um, <laughs> we'll keep it intimate. Maybe we'll see. But uh, yeah, we're we're super excited for that. Um, Jess, thank you so much um, for you know your guidance uh, today and uh, helping us understand what a quality music festival should be. Um, Jess, where can we find more about uh, your endeavors there at Winter Park? You can find us online at winterparkskimusicfestival.com. Dot com all okay. one word winterparkskimusicfestival.com we are also on uh, Facebook you can see some past performance videos um, uh, and some of you know some of our favorite moments as well as just some of our quirky office humor and what we find funny as well so Great. Um, yeah so you can find us uh, on 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 the wimes or you can uh, if you want to just pick up the phone and talk more about it call us at 866-625-6821 Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll put that information up uh, in the show notes for this episode. That'll be at choir.ninja forward slash 155. Uh, Again, it's choir.ninja forward slash 155. Um, Choir Nation, thank you for joining us today. Jess, thank you for being my guest. And uh, you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you, Choir Nation.